The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Hey, welcome, folks. Welcome to the On Point with Victor Show. I am Victor Armanderes. This is the On Point with Victor Show. This is the America's Web Radio Station. You are listening to I Am the Mexican, Not Afraid to Be American. We've got a lot to talk about today. Oh my goodness. And yes, I did, uh, <laughs> did just return from Mexico once again. I made another trip down to Mexico and, and I'm going to tell you, uh, some of the things that, uh, that people were asking me. Look, I, it is at the point now where I do not have to say who I am or what I do or, or anything like that when I'm in Mexico. I have people coming up to me just because they can, they see, oh, wait, you're, you're from the United States. And as soon as they confirm that I'm from the United States, they start offering, uh, uh, comments, questions. And, and I, I am talking waiters and waitresses. I'm talking people who, the, the laborer. I'm talking the people that work in the resorts, the people that, that, that are, 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 would be considered poor, low class, middle class, uh, um, I like to call it the peasant class because that's what the government looks views most of the people as. If you're not an elitist, then you're in the peasant class. That sounds terrible, but I, I'm telling you, this is socialism. This is the way social democracy works. Uh, there's a whole, there's a few elitists and a whole lot of poor folks. And that, that's whether you're low class, middle class, bottom class. I don't know. I don't know the best way to put it. Low class isn't really the way to say it because it comes off as derogatory. What I'm talking about, are the low income families the the there there's a huge huge amount of 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 poor and people who just don't make a lot of money in Mexico and that's the way the socialist democracy works and that is the type of governance that Bernie Sanders wants that Hillary Clinton wants that that Chuck Schumer wants that Nancy Pelosi wants that Joe Biden wants all of the today's elected democrats this is what they want they want a large poor class they want a large class of people who fight amongst each other they want americans they want Americans to be poor, dumb, stupid, <laughs> and they want you to fight each other. And, and, and I, I, some of you may go, "Oh, Victor, you using you're using hyperbole." I'm really not. I, I mean, I'm having a little fun with this, but but the sad reality is, your Democrat leaders of today, your today's elected Democrats of today, those people in Washington, along with the bureaucracy that they have mostly created. Now, the establishment Republicans, they create and have aided in creating way too much of the bureaucracy as well. But this is how stupid the Republicans are. If you want to talk about dumb politicians, the establishment Republicans can be so dumb in that they allow the bureaucracy to grow so much. They aid in the growth of the bureaucracy in Washington. They And then they allow the Democrats to control it all. I, I mean, it's it's unbelievable uh, how how – short-sighted the establishment Republicans could be. And understand, I'm talking about the establishment Republicans. I'm talking about the, uh, the, the, uh, Mitch McConnell's and the Romney's and the Lindsey Graham's and the, uh, that, oh gosh, what was that guy's name? Adam Schlesinger, whatever his name was, uh, the Liz Cheney's, the, the, um, you know, a lot of these Republicans that, that are, that have been there for years and years and years, they're not really conservative. They're, they're all about big government and, um, making fortunes for themselves. And, and, you know, they're, they're, are they better than the Democrats? Yeah, sure. Of course. Of course. But not that much. 
Not that much. And, and this is what I'm talking about. When you're talking about the bureaucracy that is Washington, that machine of appointed people, the size of the federal government that is, <clears throat> excuse me, folks, my voice is a little choppy today. But uh, the the bureaucracy that is Washington, that is all the people that were appointed by the Clintons and appointed by the Obamas and appointed by the Bushies and appointed by the Bidens. All of the people that the growth in Washington, the, the, the machine, it's the program after program after program that is created. It's every Republican establishment uh, administration and every Democrat administration since Bill Clinton that that just – Finds a program. Oh, we need a program for this and then litters it with, with government workers and these become the bureaucracy. This is what has become the bureaucracy. All of that bureaucracy is controlled by Democrats. Today's Democrats, progressives Democrats. That's who's controlling this bureaucracy. So it's a mess and it's a big mess. And, and so now you couple that with total control of political control of the Democrats. I mean, I know the Republicans have a five house lead in the, uh, in the house or five person lead in the house. And thank goodness for that. Because if they didn't have that, we'd really be going down the creek. Uh, but the establishment Republicans, they, they're, let's just say they're a roadblock too, but they're not as big as a roadblock as the Democrats. So, so what you've got to understand right now, is the Democrat machine that is controlling everything and the bureaucracy that they control, uh, they, they are the reason that we're up against what we're up against today. And when I'm in Mexico and, and, and I have these people that are, that are again, living like the Democrats want you to live. Now see, the difference, I will say this, the difference between the establishment Republicans is they, they like big government too, and they like to control big government, and they like to control the spending, and they like to spend too. The difference is the establishment Republicans, they don't want to control your life. They don't want to force you to live in poverty. They don't want you dependent on them. They want to create an avenue where they can make it, they can build a bureaucracy, but, but everyone in the country can still come up on that rising tide. Who has it right, you're asking me? I know you're asking. The Freedom Caucus has it right. The conservative Republicans have it right. The libertarian, conservative, constitution-loving, freedom-loving, liberty-loving, those Republicans, they have it right. Because they don't want the big bureaucracy. They don't want big government. They don't want this big spending to continue. They want to reduce the spending, which we need to do. We want to cut out some programs. We need to dismantle some de- governmental departments. We need to shrink, shrink, shrink. That's the economy. The, the, the Democrats look at the economy and go, we can shrink the economy and we can make people dependent. The Republicans want to expand the economy and the, the establishment Republicans, they're okay with expanding the bureaucracy too because they think they can control it. Whereas the conservative Republicans, the Freedom Caucus types, they're saying, hey, no, we need to reduce everything so we can make a strong foundation so to continue to grow and let free people be free and let people enjoy the rising tide. And if you want to earn more money, you can earn more money. And and that's the way it should work, and that's what we need to achieve once again. But we're going to have to get a whole lot of Democrats out of the way. We're going to have to get a whole lot of establishment Republicans out of the way. But let me get back to my point. <clears throat> my point in all this, in my trip that I just came back from Mexico, my point in this is today's Democrat Party wants you to live under a social, what they call a socialist democracy. 
And if you want to see what a socialist democracy is, you go to Mexico. And when you go to Mexico and you see how a socialist democracy is performing, you're going to see an overwhelming number of poor people. You're going to see uber, uber, uber poor. And trust me, folks, in this country, if you have only been in the United States and you have not been to places in Mexico that I've been or places in India uh, that you can look up and see on TV or on the Internet, if you and, and other places, too, there are lots of third world countries, folks. But if you've only been here in the United States and you've been inoculated with your with your colleges and your whatever they're teaching you in college, but if you've never left the United States, you don't know poverty. You do not know poverty. Now, I upset a lot of Democrats when I say this, and I upset Media Matters, and there might even be some of you that I'm uh, Republicans out there that I make uncomfortable when I say this, but trust me when I tell you. If you've only been in the United States, you don't know poverty. Now, look, I myself, trust me, I've been dirt butt pro- broke. <laughs> I mean, I have been on the on the precipice of where I wasn't sure how I was going to pay rent. I wasn't sure how I was going to pay for my car. My, I was getting notices that my car was going to be um, uh, repossessed. I've been there. I've been there. But it's still not poverty. It's still not the level of poverty <clears throat> that you will see. And some of these countries like Mexico or India or, or other places around China or, or some of these other third world countries in the, in the, in Asia. Um, so when I tell you that the Democrats, when, when you just listen to what they say, Bernie Sanders talks about, he talks about a, a, a socialist democracy all the time. This, what they want is what Mexico's doing and some of these other countries in Europe. And what that's going to give you, get you is a whole lot of shared misery. A whole lot of shared measure. You're going to have way more poor people than you're going to have upper middle or rich people. And that's the way they want it. See, the elitist, they don't, the elitist people like Hillary Clinton and Joe Biden and Hunter Biden and, and Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer, people like that do not want to mingle with people like you. Trust me when I tell you that. And, and they don't care if you're white skin, black skin, yellow skin, brown skin, whatever. They don't want to mingle with people like you. They want to mingle with people at their big galas. They want to mingle with people that are a part of the club that is the Washington establishment. I, I, I trust me when I tell you that. And if you open your eyes and you pay attention, just pay attention. You'll see what I'm talking about. Look at these parties they throw for themselves. Look at this gala of, I don't even remember what they call that big gala that AOC and all the rest of them couldn't wait to get to. They wanted to get elected so bad so they could go to these galas. You don't see people like us at these galas. You don't see them going and grabbing some of their poor constituents to invite them to come mingle with them. They would never invite them to come mingle with them, ladies and gentlemen. They're just not going to do it. The only people, the only people like you and me those of us down here that are going to be part of any gala that the that the establishment politicians in Washington are throwing are going to be the brown people like me or black people or or maybe some white people that are serving the elitist politicians. They'll still make you wear a mask and by golly, you're going to serve them drinks and water while they're laughing and spitting and yelling and screaming, having a good time. But you, <laughs> you, those of us down here, we're going to be serving their water and their coffee and their food. I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, these politicians that are up there in Washington do not have your best interest in heart. 
They are not working every day to lift the tide so that you can lift yourself out of, of poverty or, or, or lower middle or upper middle. They're not, they're not doing things to help you rise the economy to help so that you rise. They're perfectly fine with creating the biggest dependence class that they can. If you look at Mexico, people wonder, people ask me all the time, Victor, why do, why do Mexican people, why do the Mexican people keep voting for socialist leaders? Well, because so many of them are dependent. The, the Mexican people who want to vote for freedom and liberty and the Mexican people who want a better life, the Mexican people who want a better economy, there's not enough of them anymore. There's too many, too many people in Mexico, too many of the citizens of Mexico are dependent on the socialist government that exists. Therefore, they keep voting for more socialists because the next socialist is always out socialist, out socializing, out, I don't even know the best way to put that, but out, I would say socializing, but that's not the real word. They're out socialisting the socialist. So, so the current crop of socialists that are making all the promises and failing the people of Mexico, well, the next socialist is going to promise more. And then the people who are stuck, the people who are dependent and just and, and they're indoctrinated. They indoctrinate these kids with with this socialist utopia crap. They indoctrinate them now with the climate change crap, all the, the climate fake hoax stories. They indoctrinate with them with all of this stuff so that they continue to vote for socialist leader after socialist leader. And that's what your Democrat Party is trying to do today. And 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 again, I, I, I'm I'm not saying anything that you shouldn't already know I, I you you just got to open your eyes and just listen to these people and do some investigation look how bernie sanders lives look how he tells you to live and then look how he lives look how pelosi tells you to live and then look how she lives look what hillary says obama my guess the, the biggest example i guess i can give you of of late is look at the Obamas. Look at uh, Michelle and Barack Obama, how they tell you to live, and then look at how they live. They have a more than $12 million beachfront property in in the in the whitest area of Massachusetts out there on the island, I believe, of Nantucket. Look how they live. Look how the people, the Democrats who tell you how to live, look how they live on Martha's Vineyard. These people don't live like you. They don't want to know you. They don't want to uh, associate with you. And they don't want you joining their club. Now, <clears throat> that's just the way it is. All right. Now, I didn't mean to get in that big old dissertation about the difference between the establishment and us regular people. But that's the truth. And and, and for you young people now, look, I, <clears throat> ladies and gentlemen, we this show, the On Point with Victor show, has been picking up young young. Man, ladies and gentlemen, I am sorry. My voice is just not cooperating. And I'll grab some water here uh, shortly. Uh, actually, my awesome, awesome uh, legendary Dave is going to go grab me some water, folks. So, um, But when I tell you all this stuff, I'm, I'm just telling you the, the, the Democrats that are elected today, the, these power people, these this Washington establishment folks – they don't want you to achieve what they've achieved. They don't want you to even get close because they don't want you joining their club. And that's what you've got to know. That's what you've got to know because I, I, I don't know any other way to tell you. But but you young people, you especially need to hear me. You need to hear me well because the indoctrination that's going on in our colleges, if you are under 25 years old, the indoctrination that you've been getting fed from kindergarten to grade school to secondary school, uh, high school, uh, up into the colleges, uh, that that is is – 
that kind of indoctrination, we're seeing the results of it now, and the results are more socialist Democrat progressives getting elected. Uh, when you've got people coming out of high school or grade school, and they don't believe they're going to see 16 years old, let alone 21 years old, because they think the planet's going to burn down, that's indoctrination. When you have a a a bunch of college students who if you at if you walk onto a college campus today and you ask them you ask this college ask any grab a college student what is the 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 biggest impediment facing you today or or what is the biggest thing facing the the country today the united states what what are the biggest problems of the united states they're going to regurgitate the indoctrinated mess that they've been taught for years they're going to tell you that the country's racist racism is what we have to fight they're going to tell you that that uh uh that that there's sexism going on they're going to tell you that it's white supremacy they're going to tell you all of the talking points that you hear from the democrat party every two years election and every four year election and and they're going to tell you that the planet's dying. These people have been indoctrinated since they were 10 years old or, or earlier. Now they're, they're 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, into, and going into college and graduate school, and they're still telling you that they're not going to live to see next year because that they've been told the climate's dying, that the earth is dying. And all of this because of politicians, because of politicians that want power over you. Ladies and gentlemen, I cannot put give you a better example that if any politician was believed an ounce of what they were telling you, if any politician, if any of these Democrat politicians believed an ounce of the lies they're telling you and, and when they indoctrinate you about the climate, they wouldn't be buying beachfront property. They wouldn't be buying coastal property. They wouldn't still be living on the coast. And that's just a fact. You can't, you can try to argue, but you can't. All right, folks, we got to take a break. We will be right back. Don't go anywhere. Lots more show to come. We'll be right back. If you want the truth about politics, medicine, weapons, classic cars, and more, you'll want to tune in to America's Web Radio. You can listen to all of your favorite shows live at www.americaswebradio.com or on demand on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. That's www.americaswebradio.com. Listen to the Classic Car Show with Tom Cox and Richard Lentinello on America's Web Radio. Live every Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern at americaswebradio.com or on demand on your favorite podcast app. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, join me, Roger B., every Tuesday at 1400 hours right here on America's Web Radio for the Locked and Loaded Show. We will talk about guns, weapons, ammo, gun accessories, prepping, and so much more. So be sure to join us every Tuesday at 1400 or 2 p.m., for Locked and Loaded on America's Web Radio. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And, folks, we are back. This is the Unpopular Victor Show. I am Victor Armanderes, the Mexican not afraid to be American. This is the America's Web Radio station. So, listen, I've got, uh, I'm going to go ahead and get into uh, uh, some other news of the day. Uh, but before I get there, let me tell you, listen, folks, if you've got 
some some damage to your roof, if you got a leak that you've just noticed, or if you just think your roof is too old, or if your roof is 10 years older or older, you need to call my friends at Curb Appeal and Exteriors. Curb Appeals and Exteriors. You've got to call them today, folks. They will come out. They will do an assessment on your roof. They will work with your insurance company. The only thing you will have to worry about, if you do, if you're in a case where you have to get your roof replaced because of hail damage or wind damage or storm damage, if, if that's the case, you won't have to worry about a thing. The only thing you're going to have to worry about is signing the check after Curb Appeals and Exteriors works with your insurance company and your insurance company gives you the check and Curb Appeals Exteriors replaces your roof. Uh, it's that easy, ladies and gentlemen. And if you've got some other things you need done, if you've got some windows that need to be worked on, if you've got some gutters that need to be replaced, if you just want to jazz up the outside of your house, then you need to call Curb Appeal and Exteriors. Call my friend Rhett. He's ready for your phone call, 404-791-1995, 404-791-1995, or just look him up online, folks. It's CurbAppealExteriors.com, CurbAppealExteriors.com. Listen, folks, I speak from experience. I've got a new roof on my house, and they did it. So give him a call, look him up, CurbAppealExteriors.com. Uh, all right, so Tim Scott. Tim Scott has got into the race. And you know what? Let me do this real quick. I got to do this. I got to do this before I get into the news of the day. Where's the manifesto? Where's the manifesto? I, I, I will not do a show without asking for the manifesto. The shooter that shot up that school in Tennessee and killed three kids and three t- adults, that killer needs has a manifesto, and we haven't seen it yet. Why? Why haven't we seen it? You and I know. You listeners know why we haven't seen that manifesto. Because that transgender shooter spelled out a whole bunch of reasons why they were probably targeting Christians or uh, what they thought were Christians or, you know, there's, there's a whole story there. And we know that manifesto is out there and that manifesto not only will tell us why this, this uh, unbelievably horrible killer killed people, we'll know why they targeted that school. We'll know we will find out things that could possibly help us defend other schools and other children. But the left know this. Know this. It is the Democrat Party. It is the alphabet soup gang. And it is the media that is doing everything they can to keep this manifesto from you, the people, we, the people. So I am telling you, especially if you're in Tennessee, Continue to demand, demand, demand. Go find a lawyer that will do some pro bono work and, and, and you sue who you've got to sue out there to get this manifesto. We the people deserve to see the manifesto. We could save lives with this and understand your Democrat politicians and the mainstream media and the alphabet soup gang. They don't care about saving lives. They only care about their narrative. And they're going to do everything they can to protect that narrative. And they've got to do it by hiding this manifesto from we the people. So keep demanding for it. Demand that we see this manifesto. All right. So Tim Scott. Tim Scott gets in this race, folks. Tim Scott, if you don't know who he is, he is a senator from South Carolina. Uh, so now we've got two presidential candidates from the great state of South Carolina. You've got Nikki Haley and you've got Tim Scott. Tim Scott is a wonderful senator. I don't want Tim Scott to go away from the Senate, so um, I'm not going to be supporting his run for president. <laughs> now, look, listen, if Tim Scott is the nominee, I will call, crawl through glass to vote for him. I like Tim Scott. Tim Scott is an outstanding person. He's He's been a good conservative. 
conservative senator. Uh, he's just, he's, he's outstanding, folks. Look him up. Look at what he's done in the Senate. And he's got a great story. He's got a good back. Here's Tim Scott, a guy that can actually say he was down for the struggle. He had to go through that struggle that Obama pretended to be down with. You know, look, I don't need to remind you folks, Obama, the dude had a silver spoon. He didn't be, he wasn't raised uh, in the hood. Uh, he was raised by his white side. <laughs> so, man, am I going to make media matters today? But Tim Scott, he's authentic. You know, when Biden's out there saying that, oh, Obama's an authentic black candidate and, and saying all these other crazy things that if a Republican had said they would have been run out of town and called a racist, uh, but Biden can say he can get away with it. And then you had other Democrats that were saying, oh, we have an authentic black guy here. What? What the hell is an authentic black guy? These are things that the Democrats were saying when Obama stole the nomination from Hillary Clinton. Don't forget, Hillary Clinton, and remember what Bill Clinton was saying about Obama. I mean, I, I mean, but they get away with it, folks. They got a D by their name. It's that magical D. I don't know what it is. But the the D is magical in politics. <laughs> so uh, you put a D by your name, and you can be as racist, as as prejudiced, as bigoted as you want, and you'll get away with it because you got a D by your name. So I don't know what it is, but but go back and look look at what they said. These things they said about Obama about oh authentic this and authentic black. He was it, which is why they had to say those things. They had to create these stories. But with Tim Scott, you don't have to create that. Tim Scott was actually down for the struggle. Tim Scott has an amazing story. Tim Scott has a, I believe his grandfather was a, was a cotton picker. He knows the struggle. He's seen it. Tim Scott's probably the closest thing we've got to since Herman Cain as far as a, a black candidate who is a conservative, a constitution-loving conservative, who is a liberty-loving, a freedom-loving person who happens to have an R by his name and uh, probably haven't had one like this since Herman Cain run for president. So you got a good guy in Tim Scott. But listen, folks, I, I Tim Scott, I, I, I don't uh, – I don't see him really, really making any any big uh, inbounds. Uh, no one's going to catch Trump except for Ron DeSantis. No one's going to catch either one of these guys. Uh, I've told you before, Trump and DeSantis, they're 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 just going to build an overwhelming lead. And the only thing we have to watch out for, and which is why I keep talking to Trump supporters and I keep talking to DeSantis supporters, you guys can't destroy each other. Trump is going to try and go after DeSantis. He's going to go after him hard. DeSantis is a smart guy. I think he'll have good retorts and without really attacking Trump. I think DeSantis will stick to policy. Trump's going to go – Trump is Trump. He's going to go do whatever he does to go after DeSantis with nicknames and he's just going to do it. You know, But I understand that's New York and that, that's the New Yorker and Trump. Uh, it is what it is and I'm okay with it. That's Trump's style and I have no doubt DeSantis is smart enough guy to handle it. But the point of the matter is those two guys are going to be the ones that fight. So they can battle it out. That's why we have primaries. But you as a supporter, you better not fight with each other because Trump, you Trump voters got to get on board with DeSantis if he wins and you DeSantis voters, you got to get on board with Trump if he wins because it's going to be one of those two guys. I'm just telling you it's going to be one of those two guys. Now, I don't think Tim Scott or Nikki Haley or, or uh, oh my gosh, the Larry Elder or Vivek and Vivek, ladies and gentlemen, is outstanding. Dude would be an outstanding president, I think. But none of these guys are going to get out of the single digits. Mike Pence isn't even going to be able to get out of the single digits. Uh, I think the last I checked, Mike Pence was lucky if he was showing 2%. 
No, I'm sorry, Mike. I'm sorry, Vice President Pence. I, I think you're an outstanding guy, but we don't want you to be president, buddy. You're too, you're too, you're too attached to the establishment. That's the perception, whether you are or not. And, um, that's just not going to happen. We're, we're not going to choose Pence over Trump. Uh, we're just not going to do it. So. Uh, so I, I'm just telling you, I don't think these guys are going to get traction. I think Tim Scott is awesome. And let me tell you something. Down the road, down the road, Tim Scott probably will be president one day. I think he's got a fantastic chance. He's got a fantastic story. And I think he would do a really good job. But right now, the American people, we're, we're not really – I just don't think the American conservative voter – the the uh, the libertarian independent voter. We aren't too. Um, we're not going to be ready to, to, to go jump on board with another senator um, politician. I don't know any other way to put it. Um, we don't want retreads with Romney. We don't want retreads with the Bushies. Um, we're just we're just not ready to go back to what is perceived the establishment. And the only two people in this race that are not establishment is Donald Trump and Ron DeSantis. And I know some of you out there, and, and it's even Trump. Trump's even doing this. Trump's trying to peg DeSantis as an establishment. That's a laughable joke. I mean, I look, you guys know I'll support Trump in a heartbeat if he's the nominee. I, I support him now. And you've heard me say, nobody, nobody in modern history, no president in modern history deserves re-election more than Donald Trump. I can admit that. I, I'm, I'm serious. What they've done to him is terrible. But I'm also going to give you a perfectly executed analysis uh, on the other candidates and I'm not afraid to tell you that my my gut is kind of with Ron DeSantis. I, again, I support both of them. I support Trump and I support DeSantis. Those are my two guys. Uh, and and but for Trump to try and t- first he tries to he tries to say that 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 uh, DeSantis is a lockdown governor. Well, that's a joke. And his and and you Trump voters, you know it's a joke. And then he goes after, and now he's trying to peg uh, DeSantis as an establishment, and we all know that's a joke. Ron DeSantis is the creator of the Freedom Caucus. He's one of the founding members of the Freedom Caucus. Uh, we wouldn't be having success today in the House were it not for the Freedom Caucus that Ron DeSantis helped, helped start. So Ron DeSantis is not an establishment guy. Uh, look, there's two candidates right now that the establishment Republicans can't stand. One is Donald J. Trump and one is Ron DeSantis. So that's how you know when you've got the establishment Republicans and you've got the total Democrat Party that hates Trump and they hate DeSantis. Then you know that's the guys we need. Those are the two we need. So, I mean, it wouldn't get much better than a Trump-DeSantis ticket, by the way. But I don't think that's going to happen. But, uh, hey, you never know. We'll see. But uh, but Tim Scott, he's a good guy. I think the future is very bright for him. I think uh, down the road, it, it, it'll be his time. I don't think his time is now. I don't think enough people know Tim Scott. The amount of money that he's going to have to raise, the amount of money that Nikki Haley would have to raise, uh, it's just not happening for them right now. The donors are sitting on the sideline waiting for Ron DeSantis, who is probably, folks, you can probably take my word for this, he's probably going to announce in the next couple of days. Uh, I think Ron DeSantis will make the announcement he's getting into this race. Um, I don't know. Maybe next week I can come tell you I was wrong, but I don't think I'm wrong. I'm telling you Ron DeSantis is probably getting this race. All right. Let's take another break here, folks. When we get back, I'm going to uh, talk a little bit more about uh, Tim Scott and and where, where things are going with DeSantis. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. <laughs> 
This is America's Web Radio. Would you like to have a show, talk about your business, or express your opinion on America's Web Radio? Just email gm at americaswebradio.com and we'll get back to you. Thank you. Hello, I'm Dr. Mike Karuchak. Have you ever wondered what doctors talk about amongst themselves? If you do, join us on the Doctor's Lounge and hear the doctors' conversations amongst themselves. Join me and my co-host, Dr. Hal Schertz, every Thursday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, join me, Roger B., every Tuesday at 1400 hours right here on America's Web Radio for the Locked and Loaded Show. We will talk about guns, weapons, ammo, gun accessories, prepping, and so much more. So be sure to join us every Tuesday at 1400 or 2 p.m. for Locked and Loaded on America's Web Radio. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Hey, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Unemployment Victor Show. Welcome all across this great fruited plain, this great land we have, this United States. Let me tell you something, folks. If people are telling you not to to love and appreciate the United States, walk away from them. If you're a young person listening to me or hearing a clip of my show and you're being taught in college to hate your country, walk away from that professor. Do what you'd have to do to pass the class. I'm not telling you not to pass, but walk away from that professor. Don't listen to them. You're in the greatest country in the world, ladies and gentlemen. You're in the least racist country in the world. Trust me. I've been to so many places around this great planet of ours. And uh, listen, I... The United States is an amazing place. Do we have problems? Yeah, we keep electing Democrats. Do we have issues? Of course, there are lots of Democrats, but it's still the greatest country, folks. Listen, I just got back from Mexico. I just came back last night, and I can't tell as 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 much fun as I have in Mexico, um, as as much fun as I I have seeing family and and friends and spending time with people in Mexico. When I get back to this country, you couldn't wipe the smile off my face every time I go through customs. Every time I go through customs. Because the United States, when I pull out that United States passport, I pull it out with pride. When I stand in the airports and I have Canadians around me, Mexicans and other people around me, um, Spaniards, these are all the people that I noticed were flying this, this yesterday. Um, <laughs> but, uh, even some, uh, Russian. <laughs> when I see all of these passports and I can pull out the United States passport, I just, I'm telling you folks, it may, I feel, I'm not going to say I feel superior because I know that's where you people think thought I was going. Um, I, I feel better. I feel, I feel just like I, I can walk a little taller, even though I was two feet taller than just about everybody in that airport. Uh, I mean, two feet shorter than everybody else in that airport. Um, with my American passport, I just feel bigger. I just feel taller. I feel proud. I, I do. Because it's our country that's lifted more people out of poverty. It's our country that goes to the rescue of more people around this country. It's our people. It's our people and this country that helps more people across the world. It's our country. It's our country. It's our country is the only reason the Ukraine still exists right now. <laughs> Whether you agree with what's going on in Ukraine or not, it's the American people. It's our money. It's our people. It's, it's us. 
We're the reason why so much exists around this country, the world, around the world. It's because of the United States. So be proud of your heritage. Be proud that you're an American. Be proud that you can have a United States passport, folks. Listen, especially young people. You've got to understand you're in the greatest country. And if you're a young person right now and you're in college and you believe this crap that they're tell- telling you and you hate your country, then leave. Leave. There's so many programs, college programs, whatever you want. Go find your socialist Mecca, no matter where it is, and go spend some time there. And then when you want to come back to the United States because you miss it so bad and you realize it was way that you what you had here, you won't have anywhere else. When you get to that point and you come back, I'll be waiting for your apology, (laughs) but I'm not going to hold my breath. (laughs) So, all right. So we've got some, uh, again, you listeners to the On Point with Victor show, I cannot thank you enough. I cannot thank you enough. You guys are so awesome. So I've got, I got a listener in New York, up there in New York who's, who's chimed in. Uh, listen, when I talk about New York and it's an attitude that I talk about, New York is tough. New York, well, <laughs> let me rephrase this. Most New Yorkers are tough people. If you're a conservative New Yorker like this listener is, you're, you're a tough person. You know, you know, New Yorker, you just, you had to be tough. And, and that's Donald Trump. Trump's a tough New Yorker. Uh, New Yorkers, you know, New Yorkers didn't used to put up with any business. New York didn't put up with stuff. If you're a New Yorker and somebody tried to, hey, you, 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 you need to, you need to, <laughs> you need to wave this gay pride flag. A New Yorker look at you and go, don't you tell me what I gotta wave. Don't tell me how to live my life. I'm gonna go live my life. I gotta work. I gotta go over here. I gotta go do some work and I gotta go get some pizza. Don't tell me. I ain't worried about your colored flag there. That's New Yorkers. New Yorkers used to be so tough. They did. And it's, I'm not saying they were mean. I'm just saying they were tough. They were tough and, and they could take things and, and that's Donald Trump. That's Donald Trump. So that's why I tell you when Donald Trump, I don't mean it in a bad way. I understand Trump. You know, most of you voters out there, you don't understand. You don't understand Trump. Most of you, uh, Democrats and, and a lot of you establishment Republican voters, you don't understand Trump. I do. I understand Trump. And, and, and I understand what kind of person he is and I understand he's a tough New Yorker and that's just the way he is. So he's going to come across that way. Uh, you just got to roll with it. But again, Either he's going to win this or DeSantis is going to win this. So you, we got to come together. We got to come together. So, uh, but listen, this great listener up there in New York point, <laughs> pointed out, and it's, and this is a great, great message. And listen to what this New Yorker listener had to say, because pay attention to how the Democrats and how the media are going to treat Tim Scott. Go flip on that. If you can stomach it, go look up the view, the herd, the cattle call. I mean, the view. Go look them and, and look it up that show and look at what they're saying and how they're treating and how they're talking about Tim Scott. If they could get away with calling him the N word, they would. Yes, I said it. I don't give a brat. You know what? What media matters is gonna. Oh, they're gonna come after me today. Well, they're gonna come after America's Web Radio. Um, listen. If the view and some of these Democrats could get away with calling Tim Scott the N word, they would. And some of them probably will. I, I am telling you, pay, this caller from uh, listener from New York from New York City, who just chimed into to my show here on the On Point with Victor show, and I cannot thank the New Yorkers enough because I have a lot of listeners up there. But this caller, this this, this listener is one hundred percent right. 
pay attention to how the Democrat Party, the Democrat elected officials, the Democrat sycophants out there, the media, the lamestream media, pay attention to how they're going to treat Tim Scott. Now, why am I pointing this out? Why did this listener from New York point this out? Because if you don't know, in case you don't know, Tim Scott is a black guy. What? Yes, Tim Scott is a black conservative. Tim Scott loves the Constitution. Tim Scott wants to put America first. Tim Scott is a black man that believes in freedom. Tim Scott is a black man that thinks for himself. Tim Scott is a black man that is a well-accomplished black man, and he didn't need a government handout to get there. And Tim Scott is willing to tell his fellow black people, hey, you too can make it. You can make it in this country. You don't have to be dependent on a Democrat or an establishment Republican or any government official for that matter. In this country, you can make it as a black man. That's Tim Scott's message, and they hate it. And the Democrats are going – they have to stop Tim Scott and just pay attention to how they're going to treat this man. Listen to the derogatory language that they're going to use against Tim Scott. Now, the title of my show today – is about this very topic that Tim Scott's got in the race. He, he announced his, his, his entering into the GOP primary race to be candidate, to be the nominee for the president, uh, for the presidential race in 2024 on the Republican side. Now, pay attention because in my title, I said, just watch how Tim Scott's going to be treated by the left. The left, the Democrats who tell you every day that that the black man is pushed down by the Republican. That the black man and the black woman is held back by the Republicans. That's what you hear every day from colleges, from leftists, from progressives, from Democrat voters, from Democrat uh, elected officials, the bureaucracy in Washington, to the the teacher, the professor, all of them. All of them are telling you day after day after day that it's the Republicans that are somehow holding back the black man. The Republicans are somehow holding back the black woman. And then these Democrats, after telling you that, they will turn around and elect the whitest, oldest guy that they could find in Joe Biden. Uh, Who's their next choice? Bernie Sanders? Another white, old guy. Uh, Who's their next choice after that? Hillary Clinton? Another white person. Who's their next choice after that? Uh... Buddha judge, another white dude. Pay attention to the Democrat Party. They are lying through their teeth to you and using you, especially if you are a black voter out there. If you're a black American, the Democrat Party is abusing you and they're doing it with a smile on their face. Folks, these people in Washington, these Democrats, the Pelosi's, the Schumer's, the Bernie Sanders, the the Biden's. They get together and they laugh at you at night when the cameras aren't on. They're in their steak dinners and they're laughing at you. They're at their big seafood dinners and they're laughing at you. They're getting their the most expensive wines. They're Dom Perignon. They're, they drink this stuff on a night. The, 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 whatever the top whiskey is, whatever the top vodka, top gin, they're drinking this every night, toasting to themselves and laughing at you, the black voter who continues to blindly vote for them. They tell you that the Republican Party somehow is racist, yet we have Tim Scott who's running for president, and nobody is calling him names except the Democrats. There's no Republican. There's no white Republican group coming out against Tim Scott. 
There's no white uh, uh, Republican officials coming out against Tim Scott. You know who's coming out against Tim Scott with veracity and, and derogatory language? The white elitist Democrat Party. The, the shows like The View. Wait till the late night TV gets a hold of them. The, the media, the leftist media, listen to how they're going to treat Tim Scott, a black man. Now, I understand if you disagree with his politics, but you don't have to deride the man because he's black. You don't have to make fun of the man because he's black. You don't have to use derogatory language because he happens to be a black man. But that is what's happening. Ladies and gentlemen, turn on CNN. Turn on MSNBC if you can stomach it. And watch the way they're treating Tim Scott, a black man. If a Republican ever treated a black candidate, Democrat candidate like they're treating Tim Scott, they would be run out of town and be they would be called a bigger racist than they're already being called. But a Democrat can do it to Tim Scott and get away with it. Why? Where's the outrage? We'll be right back. If you have lost a loved one and were left with a firearms collection and are not sure how to dispose of them safely, or you may have firearms you no longer want, this message is for you. I am a licensed FFL firearms dealer in the state of Florida, specializing in estate firearm purchases. It is very important that all firearm transactions be handled according to state and federal laws. You can contact me for information at Firearm Liquidation Service at Outlook.com, or you can call or text me at 407-921-8100-247 and ask for James. Again, for information contact me at Firearm Liquidation Service at Outlook.com, or call or text me at 407-921-8100. All communications are strictly confidential. If you want the truth about politics, medicine, weapons, classic cars, and more, you'll want to tune in to America's Web Radio. You can listen to all of your favorite shows live at www.americaswebradio.com or on demand on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. That's www.americaswebradio.com. The Docs for Patient Care Foundation is your way to join the fight and become a member of an organization created by doctors for patients dedicated to fighting for your health care freedom and preserving the doctor-patient relationship. Get a pen and paper. Write down docsforpatientcarefoundation.org. That's D-O-C-S, the number four, patientcarefoundation.org. Go to our site and please make a generous tax-deductible donation and join the fight today. Thank you. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we are back, ladies and gentlemen. This is the On Point with Victor Show. Hey, don't forget, you got a problem with your roof. If you even think you have a problem with your roof, reach out to uh, Curb Appeals Exteriors. Curb Appeal Exteriors. Uh, look them up, curbappealexteriors.com, or give Red a call, 404-791-1995. They can help you out. They can help you out. I promise you they can help you out. Uh, all right. I had another uh, – you listeners are popping today. I have another listener uh, from Georgia – who pointed out that both the political classes, the, the establishment that is Washington, that's a, that's the Democrats, that's the establishment Republicans, both of them fear an educated populace, an educated voter. And and this listener in Georgia, you are a hundred percent right. You're a hundred percent correct. Both sides, the Washington establishment, 
be it Republicans, Democrats, the bureaucracy, they together, they hate one thing probably the most, and that is an educated populace. If, if you educate the populace instead of indoctrinate, well, then that populace is going to vote you out of office. They're not going to leave you in office for 30, 40, 50 years. People like Lindsey Graham would be gone. People like McConnell would be gone. Pelosi would be gone. Schumer would be gone. Um, the Romneys would be gone. The Bushies would be gone. All of these people who have been in office for years and years and years, they'd be gone if we had an educated populace and not an indoctrinated populace. So uh, you listener out there in Georgia, you're 100% right. And I had another listener. Uh, George is hopping today. <laughs> now, it is my flagship, where my flagship station is, so it makes sense. But I got another listener from uh, Duluth, Georgia, uh, who pointed out that they, they, they also, they're a Trump supporter. They voted for Trump in, in 2020, in 2016 and in 2020. Uh, but, but right now, they're, they're, they're voting for Ron DeSantis. And, and I, I can't blame that listener for that. But I know this listener will, will, if Trump wins, they'll be, they'll vote for Trump. They'll crawl through glass to vote for Trump. And uh, so, again, listener out there, it's a, it's a great comment because this listener is basically saying, look, I, I, I want to go with a younger person. I want to go with a younger person. And I want to go to a new direction, and that's the Santa. So I understand what this listener is saying. So 100% that you, you're not wrong. I don't blame you. In fact, in fact, this, this is how good my listeners are, folks. This is how good the listeners to the On Point with Victor show are. Because why? Because they can make the host look good. And when a listener makes me look good, then I am doing a fantastic job on my show. And this listener in Georgia who pointed out, who pointed out that they want to, that they're just, they, they still love Trump and they voted for Trump twice. And they will vote for Trump again if he wins, but right now they're going to support Ron DeSantis because he's younger. He's fresh. Uh, th- that's a great point. But not only is it a great point, this listener in Georgia is going to make me look good because I just happen. I just happen to have a story here. So another mega donor bails on Trump. This happened yesterday, ladies and gentlemen, uh, another, or maybe it was over the weekend, but another mega donor bails on Trump. Now, I'm telling you, we all know it costs a lot of money to run for president. And right now, this is why I'm telling you that the, that the, 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 the B guys, the bench players, which would be Scott, Haley, Pence, uh, Larry Elder, Vivek, they're just not going to raise the money that's needed, I don't think. Uh, I don't see them raising that money. We can look at the numbers now. Uh, because the mega donors, most of them are on the sideline waiting for DeSantis. And another mega donor just this past weekend, just the other day, uh, who was a mega donor for Trump. They, they, this was a Trump donor. They're backing away from Trump and they're turning their support to Ron DeSantis. This is Hal Lambert. Look, Hal Lambert is the founder of Point Bridge Capital. This dude is not hurting for money. <laughs> so he is what you call a mega donor. And he, he was a Trump guy. But now he is a DeSantis guy. Uh, he's pulled his money. He's holding back his money, waiting for for Ron DeSantis, and then he's going to flood Ron DeSantis with with some money. Uh, this is how the mega donors. This is what they do. Um, and what Hal said, Hal Lambert. This is what he said. It's time to move from someone. And listen, this is why this listener in Georgia makes a great point and is making me look good because I have this story ready to go based on my my, my listener's comment. Uh, Hal uh, Hal Lambert says. It's time to move from somebody who is 76 to someone who's 44. 
can't really argue that logic now, can you folks? When we've seen what Joe Brandon Biden has done, stumbling his way through uh, as president of the United States, who God knows what they're drugging him up on so he can make a coherent sentence or speak for more than 15, 20 minutes. You see Joe Biden. You see what his age is doing. Now, listen, Donald Trump is like a 50-year-old man compared to <laughs> to Joe Biden. But the point is... Donald Trump is 76 years old. When he gets reelected, if he gets reelected, he'll be 78 years old. I mean, that's, that's, that's bumping 80. Now I know today Donald Trump is doing great, but we don't know what's going to happen in two years. We don't know what's going to happen in four years. Ladies and gentlemen, listen, I speak from experience. I was early, uh, let's just say, <laughs> you guys know, I'm no spring chicken, but I'm not an old fart yet either, but I'm no spring chicken. But listen, I had a point in my life where I was thriving. I was in great shape. I was playing soccer four times a week. I was racing my motocross bike. Uh, I was, I was at, I was really, really uh, in amazing shape. I almost had my six pack back. And I, and, and, and with all that going for me, within the blink of an eye, I was diagnosed with cancer. And then I had to go through cancer treatment. And it changed my life, folks. It changed my life. And this is what I'm saying. I, you could feel great today, but you don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. That's why I'm telling you, don't don't be bogged down with, with people telling you this country is not great. This country is great. And you have a life to live. And this is – don't get bogged down with this politics either. Uh, do You got to do what we need to do to win, and we want to win. But you got to live your life, folks. You don't know what tomorrow brings. So save money today. Squirrel money away. Be prepared for tomorrow's emergency. Live for today and enjoy your life. Please, please enjoy your life. Enjoy your family. Enjoy your friends. Listen, I just got back from having a great trip with some family and friends, and it was fantastic. You've got to do that, folks. Make the time. Make the time because you don't know what tomorrow brings. You don't want, you don't know what tomorrow's emergency is going to be. Make the time to enjoy your life. Because I don't know if you get another one, and you don't know if you get another one. So make the time. So when 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 you have a listener like 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 the listener in Georgia, who who said I just want to go with the young guy, I want to go with the young guy. I understand that. I understand that. You can't you can't refute that logic after what we're watching happen to Joe Biden. We're watching a dementia patient who is president of the United States. That there was enough ridiculous people in this country that elected for a dementia patient. I mean, my goodness, you've got a guy who's suffering really badly who they elected senator from Pennsylvania. That's messed up, folks. That's messed up. So I understand it when there, when there are listeners out there and voters out there who are telling me they want to go for the younger guy in DeSantis because Donald Trump will be 78 if he's reelected and then he'll be 80 during his presidency and then if, I mean, I'm just saying, folks, we just don't know. We don't, Donald Trump is in what seems to be amazing cognitive form and amazing shape right now. But we just don't know what tomorrow's going to bring. So I understand when people say they want to go with DeSantis because he's 44 years old. He's got a lot of years ahead of him. And and again, he doesn't know what's going to happen either. But I, I, I get it. I get it. But this donor, this mega donor with mega dollars... He's pulling his support for Trump and he's putting all in for DeSantis. And and he's not he has nothing against Donald Trump. He's not this isn't a policy thing. He's not mad at Trump. He's just saying I want to go from 76 years old to 44 years old. And I get it. 
I get it. And a lot of voters are going to get it too. And listen, folks, listen. Don't listen to the media. DeSantis is going to get in this race. I really think he's going to get in this race. And he's going to do it this week. And when he does, you're going to see the polls change. And and polls still don't matter for anything, but the trends matter. And you're going to see the trends head to DeSantis' favor. And you're going to see DeSantis pile up a lot of money. He has a lot of money already, but you're going to see mega donor after mega donor start funding Ron DeSantis. And Ron DeSantis is going to end up with the most money in this campaign. Now, does that mean he's going to win? No, it doesn't. But if Ron DeSantis doesn't stumble and he comes out with a really good, good announcement and he starts really nailing the commercials and he's gets around this country and he talks to voters, they're going to like him. Listen, you're going to like Ron DeSantis and you Trump voters, you Trump. But listen, I'm a Trump voter. I'm a Trump supporter and I'm a Ron DeSantis supporter. But 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 if you if you're a Trump supporter and you're and you're buying into this the the I'm sorry but some of the misinformation <laughs> that uh, Trump is putting out about DeSantis listen you're gonna like DeSantis and you're gonna find out that you can't help but like DeSantis and most of you Trump voters know it already because most of the Trump supporters if you ask them who's their second choice they're gonna tell you DeSantis he's a good guy he's a good guy. And and listen, the way to look at this, if you're a Trump supporter or if you're a DeSantis supporter, the way to look at this is the way I look at this. We have two fantastic candidates to we could choose to be the president in 2024, either Donald Trump or Ron DeSantis. We have we are lucky that we have those two men. We're lucky that our choice isn't just Pence or Haley or or Bush. Uh, trust me, a Bushy would run if they thought they could win. Um uh, Romney's. We're, we're lucky that we don't have to deal with the establishment. We're lucky that we have Trump and that we have DeSantis. We're lucky we have those two guys to choose from. That's the way to look at this, folks. So be happy, be 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 proud of our country, because we have two wonderful dudes that could lead this country right out of poverty and right into success. Because Biden is putting us in a mess, folks. Inflation's here to stay. They're already working, ladies and gentlemen. You got to understand. There's an if you don't think these people are working on another virus that they can use against this country, they're trying. They're trying. Be prepared, folks. Be prepared. Be prepared. And don't ever let the Democrats put you in your home again and tell you you can't come out. Don't ever let them put you in a mask again and tell them you can't and, and tell you can't take it off. Listen. Be ready. Be ready for Trump. Be ready for DeSantis. We're going to win. We're going to take this country back. We're going to make America, as Trump loves to say, we're going to make it great again, ladies and gentlemen. Because America is great. The United States is great. We just need to make it greater. And we can do that with either Trump or DeSantis. All right, folks. That's all I got time for today. Listen, I, I got, there's a lot I didn't get to, including what the NAACP is, is saying about <laughs> issuing travel bans to Florida. Uh, not to Chicago, where 23 people were shot in Chicago this weekend alone. Not a travel ban there, a travel ban to Florida, where black people are thriving. Yeah, that's that's the kind of – but we'll get to that next week, folks. All right, you guys have a great week. Stay tuned. Locked and Loaded is up next. We will be back next week. Have a good one. The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.